0: I will just mute this. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, in. Oh,
1: good morning. That's it. That's yeah. It, so yeah. turn it off your. <clears throat> turn off the old computer sounds. Yes. Cool. And then also, if you've got an iPhone, stick it on Do Not Disturb because I think it might knock you off otherwise.
2: Good idea. Um, <coughs> that's that bed symbol, isn't it? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so useless. Good. <laughs>
1: I love it. I'm always like impressed with the technology. Every time, I'm like, oh man, it's like very simple connect. So we're just like, this is just so we can see each other. Really, have a little. Oh, nice. (laughs) Can have a little chat. So yeah, what's been keeping you? What's been keeping you so busy, Emily?
2: So doing this coding course, and it's like one of those boot camps. So it's only twelve weeks, but it's insanely intense and they did say to us in the beginning they were like we don't expect you to actually finish all the work that we set so like don't kill yourselves over it like like (laughs) chill out and i'm apparently you've taken their advice i can't i can't do it if there's something like i literally am dreaming in code i'm waking up at like 4am and having to go to my computer and finish a problem because i cannot get it out of my head like it's it's messed up. <laughs>
0: but... Do you see the uh, the world like Neo does in the Matrix? You know that all the green numbers <laughs> going down the screen.
2: That's what I feel like at four AM when I get up <laughs> for my really important problem. That Keanu. Said, That's exactly what it
1: feels like. <laughs> I feel like Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> How good looking is Jimmy? Like he's such a char- charismatic character, isn't he? I just I know, stopped right? looking at it, looking at it when he popped up. I was joking earlier how he crept into the Zoom room with his, with his name of, first.
2: Kind of reminded me of like Johnny Depp with his like hair, however, his glasses, just like owning it, just like looking awesome.
0: Fuck like ever heard right? <laughs> like a, like a, um, I got a good compliment the other day so i said i look like bradley cooper from the hangover and honestly i think it's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me
1: was that after he was absolutely smashed (laughs) or at the beginning of the film (laughs)
0: Yeah. <laughs> the bit where he's yeah just been beaten up by uh Mr. Mr. How Mr. Chow. <laughs> yeah, what's that what's that guy's name the comedian?
1: No, oh, the char- is the character called Chang or is that the guy from uh, community? It's
0: character and ki- uh, Ken uh,
1: Oh,
2: what is it?
0: Something.
1: <laughs> he is so funny, man. Have you what have you guys seen community? Yes. yes. Love my god, I can't believe you both said it because so many people are always like oh what's what's community man that show is absolutely like oh my god it's genius it's community so
2: got me through some really tough times like yeah. it's so fun to just watch i've rewatched it maybe about three times it's so chill
1: it's so it's so clever eh? we'll talk about it in a bit actually because i want to know what your favorite sort of episodes and stuff are but uh let me just do the old uh sort of welcome welcome to the good talk Just basically a place we come and chat, chat oh. some shit. Uh, this is episode nine, I believe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna aim for ten, and then I'm gonna call that season one. Ooh. So we're on episode nine. We probably don't know about. You probably not even gone back and uh, see, seen what this is even about, which is uh, absolutely fine. I don't care. Uh, welcome, Emily. I've learned your. Surname Sesto. I've been calling you Emily Alice hyphenated Sesto <laughs> and Jimmy, regular guy Connolly. That's Do you go by regular guy?
2: That's
1: is, that, it. is that just a friend, strangers, or
0: anyone? It maybe? was supposed to be a play on average Joe or you know Joe blogs. Uh, oh, yeah,
1: you said that, yeah, actually, when, when we met. Oh, I quite
0: uh, like regular, to this, regular yeah. Jimmy, average Joe. That's so, nice. welcome, guys. We,
1: um, for anyone's listening at home, anyway. We basically met, uh, is it two about a couple of months ago now? Time is such a void. I have
2: no sense of time this year at all. We know. basically
1: met like a couple of months ish ago, uh, pretty much, I think, on our like first jobs back out of all the sort of like you know stuff that's going on. Uh, we all filmed like a TV commercial for Crisis Christmas TV together. And, yeah, sort of seemed to hit off, or at least I liked them, and invited them on for a bit of a chat. So, yeah, we're just going to chat
2: some shit
1: see and what, see what's going on.
2: So have you guys seen that commercial yet? Because I'm still trying to find it.
1: I've not seen it yet. I haven't. I had a friend text uh, me. I, I think you saying, did as well, yeah, didn't
0: you, Emily? You said,
2: yeah, I did too. I
0: haven't had anyone text me yet to say, you're the homeless guy. <laughs> <laughs> just bradley just bradley cooper yeah i'm just waiting for that just to stick around for a little bit longer
1: so the thing that the thing that one thing that interests me
0: i'm always kind of like amazed that when
1: you go and do like you know some acting jobs when they're like a day or two days just those short jobs is how like quickly people can get drawn to each other and kind of like I don't know, just chat about intimate things, personal things, just conversation goes deep quite quickly. And I think I remembered literally when I saw Jimmy, like, inside, I was like, oh, that guy, he sort of epitomised, like, everything I felt inside, like, this sort of twinkle, (laughs) this adventurer, just something that you you exuded. I was like, oh, my God, this is sort of, and because obviously life's been a bit quashed at the moment, I was like, oh, his energy, man. Wow.
2: I second that. Wow.
1: It just fascinates me, though, Like these things happen, like, in such a sort of... Like, what is it?
2: Like, is it because we're creatives? Or is it because... I feel like it was extra enhanced because it was lockdown and we were all desperate for some kind of human connection (laughs) outside of our immediate household. 100%. Yeah, I um,
0: think that's part of it. But I think as well, like... You know, we are being thrown into a situation together which is pretty random. I think, you know, you people just kinda <laughs> cling to one another in those types of situations. And like even like when we had that scene together, Emily, we were supposed to just be <laughs> chatting to each other and like obviously we're not gonna be shown actually talking in the ad, but they obviously just needed to show that we were talking and we were just having Random conversations. The weirdest conversations. With, you with, kept
2: getting in trouble for looking too happy. Yeah,
0: we kept getting told off. Like you're you're supposed to be homeless. You're not supposed to be laughing. And <laughs> not
1: supposed to be talking about
0: sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you did get a bit <laughs>
1: at one
2: point. <laughs> think <forgot> about that. As <laughs> <laughs> you two That's seem, seem to have
1: quite a lot in common as well. Like I don't know when you were chatting. Correct if I'm wrong. Like back because you've been travelling a lot. Jimmy you've been around a fair bit from what been been I kind of glean and had background like Canada and had the same allergies
2: oh kind of creepy. <laughs> I pretty much Just... diagnosed you Jimmy didn't I because you didn't know what you had and you were kind of explaining it and I was like I know exactly what this is because I have the same thing
0: <laughs> Doctor, remind me again what it's called food
2: what pollen is- syndrome that's it you're welcome
0: you're welcome <laughs> so what is what is that
2: so, because even
1: I was listening, I was like, there seems to be so many things like,
2: yeah, it's a lot. It's basically, it's basically a severe birch pollen allergy. So it's like really bad hay fever to the point where even fresh fruit and some nuts and also soy a lot of the time, because they contain a protein that is really similar to birch pollen. Um, okay. You get, get a reaction to eating the food. So like I can eat like a can of peaches, but I can't bite into a peach
1: because of, like, the stuff on the furry, the furry skin. No, like,
2: inside as well. It's the, the whole thing. But if it's been heated or processed, then it's fine.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, treated and stuff like that. Yeah. You can't drink uh, fashionable birch water. No, nah, no. Nah. Fresh from the tree. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> that would
2: probably kill me.
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't want really to go there. That's cool. So tell us about... So you, you've started this coding course, but you were... Uh, this is kind of relatively new is it something you were like interested in, but from what I gleaned you kind of like you know sort of decide to now dedicate yourself to this kind of like new career path is it yeah like tell us a bit about all that and what you're up to before
2: basically before lockdown I was kind of gallivanting around I was working at a gym doing acting jobs when they came up but as you know it's not easy to find acting <laughs> jobs or even get in the room for an audition these days especially no since room lockdown the room's job. disappeared yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Um, and my girlfriend is a, is a web developer and I was always kind of looking at what she was doing like because she just looks so cool like it's so complicated it's like a whole other language <laughs> and I just I, li- I feel like I literally wanted to do it because it looked so difficult and I wanted to be that person and I got started, like, practicing, playing around with it and just got really obsessed really fast. Um, and I've been meaning to do it since, like, November last year. But I was so comfortable kind of where I was that I didn't kind of take the jump and join, like, a course or anything. And then mid-lockdown, I was like, well, I'm on furlough. I'm doing literally nothing. So there was ever a time <laughs> to invest in my future and do something like this
1: it's now um time is now yeah but i remember saying to you i was like as a kid like i was i mean i've always been into computers uh growing up had all like you know it's one thing we did have we kind of had like the latest console and stuff like that and i was thought i was going to be like a computer programmer like i don't know i wanted to get into that but i don't know it just seems so far away so like complicated Join a boot camp
2: you'll be shocked just the amount, the the speed at which you learn is insane. Like on Monday, yeah. I'm struggling with the most basic things. By Sunday, that I look back and I'm like, wow, like I this would have taken me months to get my head around by myself. They kind of, they really, they really, really push you, and it's exhausting, as you can see by my face. Um, but
1: can't really tell, to actually, you, you're like, you know, rare to be small on the screen. Your jumper's red anyway, She's <laughs> balancing <since I can't laughs> your red eyes. <laughs> I mean, you're- do you know what I mean? It's, it's, all, it's all good. So can you make my sort of games, uh, I don't even know, like, things like Secret Monkey Island, like graphic adventure games, something like, I don't know. Do you know the ones I'm talking about? Yeah, I Absolutely, be. like, it's like 30 years. Oh, I think I saw it the other day. It's like it had its 30-year anniversary or something. I haven't
2: heard of Secret Monkey. But- what was it called, Secret Monkey
1: Island? Oh, you got to check it out. It's so good. And it's funny, funny as as well. What You're basically is so it was on, uh, I don't know, first, like, I had like an Amiga or something. But it's like PC graphic adventure. And it's this guy called Guy uh, Guy Brushwood. And he's a pi- <laughs> he was a pirate. And basically you have to the, the aim it. As you go around, you obviously got to like find treasure or whatever. But the way you kind of like progress is like insulting other pirates. So you'd have to come up with like the best insights. <laughs> it's not really like on PC stuff as well. So. <laughs> but no, it's, you should have a look at it. It's good. So what's going on with you, Jimmy? What are you up to?
0: I am currently talking to you from my parents' granny annex. Um, I have moved out of London back down to this, the countryside. Um, I am awaiting news on next steps with a flat that I am buying on the beach. Oh, yeah, you were saying, you were saying that. A- sounds
1: amazing.
0: In delay after delay and problem after problem as... You expect when you're buying a place. Even my own mother said when I put the offer in, "Oh, I tell ya, buying a house it's the most stressful thing you can do." And I kind of went, Psh, "You know, whatever." But yeah, um, these glorious locks might not be anymore. No, no, they're, <laughs> they're going to stay,
1: man. They're going to stay
0: by the end of it. You would kind of thought it
1: would be. I would have thought it would be smoother now, like house buying. Like there seems to be less to distract people. Like you know. It seems like everyone's like you phone up any like business and immediately they're like, you know, COVID is going to cause some problem. Oh. That's their first disclaimer. Do you know what I mean? But some some things I don't really see how it would affect it. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like a precursor
0: now to lower the level of service. Yeah. A
2: universal excuse for literally anything.
0: I think the market is yeah, exactly. it's on its way out or not on its way out but it's definitely going to dip a little bit with everything going on um so i had a problem where i put an offering for a flat and then the surveyor went and valued it at about thirty thousand pounds less even though i know for a fact that you know the price <laughs> i bought it for is actually not it's not i'm not thinking yeah. it off i know i've got a good price on it but um yeah so that's that's a bit of a struggle but it is what it is
1: is it kind of thing you can go and get uh like another value yeah up, basically or you kind of had to do
0: so i've had to go to okay and, and find a different valuation but obviously it takes weeks every time to to get that sorted so this new valuation has come through a-okay but i'm just wondering obviously, with everything going on, can these new lenders, are they sort of moving the goalposts, so to speak? Yeah, sort of at that time, isn't it, where I think they're all trying to figure, it, figure yeah. out what the
1: smart move is. How can we get more of people's money, do you know what I mean, yeah. basically? Figuring oh, it out. But so, what I was saying at the beginning, I was saying, oh yeah, Jimmy, the adventurer, like, obviously I don't know you that well, so it's <laughs> like, is that quite a, uh, would you say it's quite like an astute sort of comment would you say that it kind of sums you up a little yes. bit do you know what I mean like adventurous heart and explorer 100%. of the um, world
0: <laughs> to for anyone listening so i when i graduated from university in 2008 i pretty much worked for six months got some money together and then got a one-way ticket to australia i was there for a year i then left because my visa ran out i went to uh southeast asia for three months and did like thailand and cambodia and all these areas. Then I left there, what was your favourite spot then? did like Borneo and Bali and Singapore, Malaysia. And then whilst I was in Southeast Asia, I applied for a New Zealand visa, went over there. Mm. I actually had a job working up the mountains in Queenstown, did a season there. Then I went back to Southeast Asia. And then I went back to New Zealand for another season and then I went back to Australia. I was there for four years, and then I went to Canada for two years. But then I did six months in South America in the middle of that. So Jesus. yeah, I've done. I've done a fair few.
1: <laughs> Emily, put the kettle on. <laughs> I'll call you back. I'll call you back in a second. Yeah. Sec, yeah. But
0: yeah, I've, I've, it's interesting because, as I said, you know, I'm buying this place. Um, you know, in the last sort of five six years i've lived in about seven or eight different houses so for me i'm very excited to finally move into somewhere where i know i'm not gonna move for a little bit well that's
1: that's what i was going to ask you because you said that on the phone the other day you kind of alluded to that. oh yeah quite like you know excited about settling getting a little base i mean for yourself it seems like it's you know right time for the moment to do that uh I guess like in mine, I'm still got that side where I'm like, oh, I really want to sort of like, you know, pop here, there, you know, a few other places, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But obviously now it feels very limiting at this second. Yeah. yeah, what were you What were you thinking, Emily? Because you sort of mentioned
2: going to Canada. You no, know, I feel one? like I'm Jimmy five years ago. Like this is what we said when we met as well. It's like here's me of the future. Like everything you've done is what I was planning on doing. Um, My best friend lives in Adelaide. So I'd love to go spend a decent amount of time out there because I've never been to Australia. Um, But I did some traveling. um, I think in 2016, I, I went to America to meet a friend from Twitter. I never met in person, and it was only supposed to That's be. That's wicked, proper oh, digital the pen guy pal. The border control guy literally told me when they finally let me through after a brief interrogation that I shouldn't come back again too soon because I was very suspicious. That <laughs> was because I was so nervous. And when he asked me what I was doing there, I flat out was like, "I'm, I'm meeting a friend Twitter from guy? online." <laughs> I was like, Do you, have you met her before? I was like, "No." He was like, "How long have you known her for?" From? I was like, a month like I was I was a bit crazy um but I ended up staying in for three months until my Esther ran out and then since then I've just been back and forth back and forth back and forth because I just loved it so much and my favorite my absolute favorite place was Vancouver and so now I'm mm. well I was hoping to have this year started a two-year work visa out there but obviously <laughs> COVID permitting um COVID made everything kind of difficult so the hope is next year and at least having been delayed i'll maybe have a chance at getting a decent developer job when i'm out there so maybe i can stay a bit longer i don't know we'll see but i definitely i i have like a mass phobia of stability like it's a problem (laughs) i get so bored so quickly feel so trapped um but at the same time covid has you feeling like you should be grasping for it doesn't it like
1: yeah sort of forcing it upon you really i'm not yeah i sort of i think i was quite good at the beginning like getting on my stuff and embrace stuff but it's only the last few weeks i feel like it's revolving around me like i'm not really sure even though i'm very like centralized i've it's sort of thrown me a little bit i'm not really sure what like you know
0: normal yeah. is at the moment even though it's very yeah. very normal it's really weird very normal and routine I mean? but that's that's not routine to you at all is it like it's just every day yeah it's same. more Big like the, what the future holds you know what
2: it? i found <laughs> as well this year and it's just been getting like steadily worse the longer it's gone on for it's just this massive feeling of like almost depersonal- depersonalization and this feeling of like what what even is real like I'm not like last night woke up at like 3 a.m without a clue about like who I was where I was what was going on and then even as I kind of realized like oh I'm in bed I, I'm here I still had to have another like five minutes of being like wait is COVID real or was I just dreaming that do I have to go to the gym like am I my late for work no I don't have a job right now I'm on furlough like it's just like every day I'm having to remind myself of like what is real and it's really disconcerting.
1: Do you think that because like following from what I just said and what you just said now, do you think because things are sort of so samey, there's almost like not something to balance it off of? Do you know what I mean? You know, when you have like a really shitty day or really good day Mm -hmm. or whatever, sort of feels like there's nothing to there's less to kind of balance it off of. Like I don't have
2: the best thing about being on this course no matter how exhausting it is is at least like I can appreciate a weekend again or a day off again because Mm -hmm. that was one of the first things I missed was like and that's a very privileged thing to be able to say like I'm very lucky I was on furlough and didn't have bigger issues um to worry about like most my friends but one of the weirdest things was just there was no day to look forward to there was no like Th- there was nothing it was just like this Not steady and so Not your brain's it's like your brain's trying to be emotional as always but there's no reason for it so you just I don't know I genuinely feel like I lost it a bit <laughs> <This year. laughs>
1: what were what you gonna, gonna say it? Jimmy
0: it's a bit of a brain reset this whole experience isn't it and if you think about it you know obviously we're in a second lockdown now till December 2nd realistically you know they're probably gonna Open stuff up for Christmas, so people can go and get their Christmas shopping. Pubs can stay alive a little bit, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's probably then going to go back into lockdown January first or second mm. till probably March. I know we've got this Pfizer vaccine in the in the uh, in the background lurking, um, but that's not going to be an overnight <laughs> thing. So I do wonder it's going to get to March and we're all going to be like, "Oh my God, we have been in this situation for a year now." Uh, and it doesn't feel like yeah. it at all. I don't. I don't think it will feel like it. Until it feel like it will feel like a few weeks. Mm.
1: Uh
0: Like we always said. All right.
1: But my mem- my memories pre March. <laughs> this like it's almost. It sort of starts at March. But my memories pre March. Like in February, I was in India. In January, I was doing like sort of an event at in East London Truman Brewery. But both those seem like they could mm. have been two years right. ago. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, just that bit, pretty much, I'm like, oh, man, it's really become a black hole. And then this year has been both, like, very long and oh, yeah. now going extremely you know, I got
2: an email from work saying, like, congratulating me on three years working there. And I had this whole moment of being like, well, <laughs> nine of those months I was on furlough. That's a big <laughs> proportion of three years, isn't it? Like, that, that, that's...
1: that was when you were working your hardest. <laughs> right. as well.
2: But that feels like <laughs> almost, what is that? Like, a, is it a quarter? I can't do maths on the spot. But that's a big proportion of my entire time well, that I spent in lockdown, which under a third. Mm, just that's
1: under insane. Third, that's that's long, crazy. Long oh, yeah.
2: oh, I miss it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when uh, I try to ask you because I, oh, that's it—the names come back to me. When you was talking about New Zealand, I was thinking, oh, what's what's that mountain range called? And I was going through my head. That, yeah, the remarkable. That's where I work. That's right, that's, isn't it? That's where. Yeah, this sort of thing, because I went um, the year prior to New Zealand, just not for long, maybe about three weeks or something, but went down to Queenstown and all that, and uh, it is, super question, but did you fly yes. into
0: Queenstown, or did you just travel down? Well, there's two down? options, okay. you can fly in, or you can fly to Christchurch and drive, and yeah. Well, that's what I was wondering, but flying
1: in, I just remember, you're literally at the height, oh, you're yeah, like in between yeah. the mountains, and it's literally like... I remember waking up and looking out the window and they're constantly banking, banking, banking. It's really, mad. it's so impressive, but also, like, pretty scary. And then suddenly, yeah. <laughs> it goes in between them, doesn't it, to get the... for the landing. But
0: I was like,
1: I've never seen anything yeah, like I it. I mean,
0: for someone that's travelled a lot like me, I've got to say, New Zealand's probably the most fascinating landscape I've ever seen in my life. It's just... It's mm-hmm. a whole different world. And, like, you know, obviously it's filmed where Lord of the Rings was filmed and things like that. Like, you can – it does literally look like Middle Earth. Um, <laughs> it's an absolutely fascinating landscape. And, yeah, to have the pleasure of working up the Remarkables. Uh, yeah, so I was up there sort of 7 o'clock in the morning and then coming down. So you just get all the sunrises, you get the sunsets. You, I, what were you, you doing? A snow shop, Not this stupid question. And, I used to, so I had the easiest okay. job up there. You had all these poor guys on lifts, you know, like rain or shine or blizzards, like opening up these massive, <laughs> you know, chairlifts and things. And I was just sitting under a heater all day. So
2: Enjoying the view.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was lovely. Well, as I was about
1: saying, were you like, was your view just like looking out? They were no, you was, in the I back had like night. a
0: prime spot at the, at the front of this building overlooking <laughs> kind of like a crevice, almost like you can see down the valley down to, towards the town, it was absolutely, yeah, it was absolutely beautiful part of the world, so they are, they are some fun, yeah, it
1: was, it was amazing, I um I did prefer the kind of, I didn't call it subtropical, like the north of New yeah. Zealand, the North yeah, Island, Island, sorry, yeah. I think I preferred like that kind of subtropical uh, when I sort of came south, and I went, we went to, um, oh god, I was trying to think, the doubtful sound. So I went to like the doubtful sound bit, and yeah, I mean, it's really like sparse as you oh, come south. Yeah, totally
0: it? two different landscapes. I'd say like the South Island is very much, yeah, your Lord of the Rings or Teletubbies. You know, <laughs> you know it's like rolling green hills, but then the oh, yeah. North Island is a lot more kind of volcanic and yeah, completely different kind of different landscape. Um, and then there's just all these surreal towns around they've all got their own little kind of highlight
1: felt a little bit like uh you know mid-america sometimes when i was driving quite a long time suddenly felt like a little bit eerie like i don't know it was a real mix of like yeah i don't know like america sort of driving in the midwest or something a little ranch sort of there I was a bit like, oh, okay. I don't really want to get, <laughs> you know, break down here. Do you know what I It's, like, it's yeah. sort of weird. I mean?
0: I couldn't quite place the country Luckily, when I they are early. the nicest people as well, the Kiwis. Um, I feel like compared to other countries, they appreciate the simple things in life. You know, they know, they value just how beautiful their yeah. surroundings are. And, like, look look at the cases of, like, like Corona, for example. Like, how they handled it just been amazing yeah and, um you know they're just a very kind of responsive kind of get on with it type people they just and i know they've had some crazy stuff happen recently with like the volcanic eruption they had that terrorist attack they've had all these other random things happen but they take it in their stride they're like a really like like they've got they've got that maori culture so um it just yeah,
1: that's that sort yeah, of blend places, of the culture yeah. is amazing. You you, isn't they, it?
0: They're a strong bunch, definitely. And uh, yeah, I've always considered moving back there, but I think it's somewhere I'd want to retire because it is very sort of it just tropical life. I mean, it is it, yeah. it would be the perfect place to be in lockdown, New because you literally just sort of kind of trip like to, I don't know what. Yeah,
1: we're so outdoors, yeah. outdoor yeah. orientated, isn't it as well? Which like I love being outdoors. So and God there's a lot of space and not a lot of people. You re- I really I'd sort of heard that, but it's only once you're there yeah. you kind of realize like the population there's just not a lot of people, do you know what I mean? Spread out uh similar I guess kind of similar to United Kingdom, I guess, maybe a bit <laughs> a bit longer, I guess. But yeah, it's an amazing place. Is it quite similar to um is there any similarities very much to so. Canada? Yeah,
0: hundred yeah, percent. Like you know, you've got you that, know? those amazing landscapes, and the people are very similar as well. Kind of just like more liberal, um, very friendly. You know, they hear your accent, and they're like, "Oh wow, you know, where are you from?" Sort of thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, certainly, certainly. Like the the west coasts of Canada is where obviously where I lived, but yeah, the the similarities are very much the same. And then you could definitely compare. Australia to America as well. It's almost like that kind of America is the big brother to Canada, Australia is the big brother to New Zealand. Um, mm. But I prefer the little brother if that makes sense. Um, they, yeah, there's just yeah, very, a, lot, a lot of similarities. They're nice people. Um, and it
1: really is a long way away. I think it's hard to, once you do that journey, and there's like that feeling of like where it is as well somehow. Even though you go, you know, halfway around the world and there's so many familiarities with Britain, in a sense, it's so... I just, I find that quite odd, to be honest with you, going so um, far.
0: I you never forget. Well, yeah, the, it's weird. The trip I took, because I came home briefly between seasons, like after Southeast Asia, and then I found a really cheap one-way flight back to New Zealand from London, and it like... Oh my a few kids. chickens, a couple London of goats. Dubai, and then I had to sleep, <laughs> I had to sleep for eight an hour, eight-hour layover in Dubai. And I think I slept on like a metal chair. And the airport had four repeating songs. And they weren't like hit songs. They were just like generic kind of elevator music <laughs> songs. So by the end of it, I was losing my mind. Eight hours of the same four songs. And then we got back <laughs> on the flight. Uh, then went to Bangkok. We had to get off the plane again, go through security, wait. Back through security, back on the plane, then we had to go from Bangkok to Sydney again, get off the plane all through security again, and then go from Sydney to Christchurch and then go from christ and then I had to drive from Christchurch to Queenstown, which is you know about six six hours or something, so all in all, I think it was about a forty hour journey to get from London to New Zealand uh, to get to my destination and it was I remember just getting to get into my uh my apartment there and just thinking I never want to get on a plane again. <laughs> I'm just
2: the gym is a whole event in itself, isn't it? It's amazing. it can, yeah.
1: yeah. Can take it out of you. And driving in New Zealand as well, all the roads are just like A roads. Do you know what I mean? It seems like they're all pretty yeah, small. Road. So it's quite like, you know, it's not like this yeah, exactly it's not like highway all the way. So what's going on with you, Emily? What sort of what have you got coming up? What have you got the talking thing, about? I'm things to look to, forward like, to. Have
2: rough ideas and plans, but it's what, quite yeah, a
1: what fun. have you conjured I up? Here. I
2: can't rely on anything. <laughs> I do know that the minute it feels genuinely safe, that I can like travel and not get stuck somewhere and not be fueling another pandemic, um, I'm going to be gone for a while. <laughs> I'm so desperate. I literally I think yeah. it was lucky actually because this was the first year since twenty sixteen that I didn't have a big trip planned from the offset. So I luckily didn't lose out on any money or anything like that. Um but I'm so I miss Canada. I also, especially hearing you just talk about Australia, I wanna get to that side of the world really bad. That the the closest I ever got over there was Indonesia. Um, and that wasn't really a holiday. It was, it was like a conservation project. So we were there for four weeks. We did like two weeks in the jungle. We did two weeks on this tiny little Island, like surveying the coral reef health and stuff. And it was incredible, but it was exhausting. And I didn't. So I, was, did I was studying biology at Imperial and it was the, the, the company operation sea, were kind of advertising to us. Um, And I just, I went for it. Mm. And it was the first time I traveled, like, without my family. And it was the best, it was the best experience ever. I feel like that honestly grounded me and set me up for life. Like, we stayed with local families who, you know, just put us up, um, treated us like family. They were the happiest people I'd ever met and the poorest people I'd ever met. And I had this whole new perspective that honestly hasn't gone away. Like, it just made me like jimmy was saying about people in new zealand appreciating the the simple things appreciating the view appreciating the sunrises like little things you don't you don't need anything else um it was awesome we we literally just spent i felt like nigel thornberry like (laughs) on hikes and stuff um taking recordings of pythons like up close in the wild like (laughs) accidentally (laughs) wandering around near crocodiles and not realizing until later like stuff like that it was it was just awesome um and I think I've just I've just been so bored this year and so desperate for something I just I kind of want to book another adventure trip so might even look into doing something again like that in 2021 we shall see depends if I can get a job and if that job sticks doesn't it really (laughs) next year
0: that that first trip you take yeah. by yourself as well without well, your family is like the most significant. It has such a significance, yeah. um, especially when you've got an amazing sort of thing to do when you get there. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll never forget the first flight I ever ever went on by myself without my family. It was like a, I'm visiting my mate in New York, and I had a I think I had like a twelve-hour layover in North Carolina. And I just said to myself, I, I won't do that. I'll just get to the airport and find an earlier flight and get straight to New York. And as soon as I get to North Carolina, I go straight to the desk. And they're like, nah, we've actually got a school trip on on the flight. So you, you can't get on it. We're fully booked. So I was like, right, stuck in North Carolina. had no nothing booked. So I just walked out to the front, saw there was like one of these big motel vans. I said, hey, man, you got vacancy? He's like, "Yep, no worries. Hop in as we're driving to the hotel he's like look i'm signing off my shift after this so go and check in and if you like i'll just drive you to a, a bar i'll give you a, <laughs> I'll drop you off to a bar and i was like oh, that's so sweet so sure <laughs> enough yeah I thought, well, why not? i'll go and do that and the guy he dropped me off at this irish bar and i think i was wearing like a dublin t-shirt as well and i sat up at the bar and i was going in my my english accent too one one lager please and uh this guy next to me was like yo dude are you from ireland and i was like no no i'm british and uh he, he like shuffled up and started like sat next to me started having a conversation he goes uh he's he like dude i got something to tell you he's like i just signed my divorce papers this week he's like "I'm i'm out celebrating he's like do you want to come out and celebrate with me and i was like yeah sure why not so we just jumped in this random dude's car and he took me out to some random sports bar in North Carolina paid for all my drinks we had like surf and turf paid for the food then took me to a nightclub where I was the only white person there and we had this amazing that was my first experience of ever traveling by myself and then yeah he he dropped me home back to my motel at about four o'clock in the morning And, yeah, that was my first ever experience of travelling by myself. And I remember thinking, yeah, I I can do this. I can.
2: (laughs) That freedom. (laughs)
0: Uh, Mate, it seems like you chucked yourself in the deep end there.
1: I have have to say, like, everyone always says about certain people, like, oh, they're the friendliest people, you know. But I generally think Americans, in my experience, have to be some of the most open and friendliest people Mm. I've met when I'm travelling. And I do, I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking, like, I feel like in recent years, America gets such like a bad rep because it's sort of oh. consumed by, you know, politics, whatever. But the people yeah. are like unbelievable, man. And I've never honestly, I've never come across someone. They're always so open, you know, I mean? like, <laughs> oh, you know, get the divorce, come out of it. That's mate, exactly what I, mean? what
2: I loved about it. It's just so, so easy to make connections no, with yeah. people there. Like, I don't talk, I don't really don't talk to strangers here unless I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and whenever I'm in California, you just it's like you could make a friend a day if you wanted, like, and you're out there by yourself. It just, it just happens, like, it just feels like the most natural thing in the world. And like, what I loved about it as well is like, I can be quite like loud i've been told when i first meet people and one of the things i was told from like when i was little is you know to shut up like my, mom, my mom's always like you're so loud no one cares like be quiet and i got to the states and i was like oh my god my
0: people my people
1: i'm the missing puzzle piece <laughs> That's like. Oh. Guys, listen, I wanna thank you for uh, coming on today and just uh, having a chat about whatever. Um, and it seems a good place to end, do you know what I mean? You're both like very like open, friendly and uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure to sort of met you and I'm really glad you both come and have a little chat. Thank so,
2: you. hope people much. will thank enjoy you so much. listening
0: project, to you guys. Chris. It's just yeah, all literally good vibes, loving
2: it. This has been the nicest morning I've had in ages, so thank you.
0: Cheers, yeah. yeah, <laughs> man.
1: <laughs> oh nice thanks guys alright then oh, well, I'll catch amazing, you later and stay in touch anyway pleasure
2: All right. see you on the TV probably alright <laughs>
1: yeah. see you later guys